This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. This is Jim Rockford. At the tone, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. It's Doc Jones. What'd you do to the hand, son? Three fractured knuckles. You hit somebody? Welcome to I Used to Watch This? The podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Fantastic. Mike, how are you doing? All right. Hey, and uh, something I didn't tell you, I wanted it to be a surprise. Uh, we got a special guest. I got to make a phone call first to get him. Hold on a second. This is Jim Rockford. At the tone, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. Uh, Jim, you're uh, supposed to be on our show. <laughs> so I could resist. <laughs> Pretty good. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna, Jim, it's Mike and Mike. There's a phone call from the dead. What? I was leaving a message. That's all. Where are you going to leave a message? Okay. Gotcha. It's Mike and Mike. We're uh, ready to record. Uh, give us a call back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you said you'd be at this number. <laughs> yeah. So if uh, if it's not clear, we're doing a Rockford Files episode today. Uh, I can't do the song, but it's a classic. And not only do I love the song, but I love like the between scenes harmonica and stuff that's going. It's just it's, it's well, quality music. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's exactly right. The, the it's it's just a perfect. I don't want to say package, but you know what I mean. It's. It is. It's better than most shows as far as the music goes. I'll I'll tell you that much. Uh, So this is still season one. Depending where you look at it, it's episode somewhere between 12 and 14. Uh, But it's... it's, Yeah, so some places I saw it as episode 12. So I spent a lot of time trying to find it. But then when it came down to it... Oh, it's on imdb.com. You can watch it through imdb. Yeah, that's where I ended up watching it. Oh, through, okay. As episode they 14. say it's number 11. Yeah, when I watched it, it said, there it said, or at least the link I followed said episode 14. Oh, so really? somewhere, it's, it's in season one. It's not the pilot. It's called uh, Caledonia. It's worth a fortune. Yes, and the people of Caledonia will tell you the same thing. I don't even know. Is it a real town? I didn't look that up. Didn't look it up either. <laughs> Don't know. I want to go find care. that farm to see if there really are some stamps somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Don't blow it. Don't blow the whole thing. Spoiler. Spoilers. All right. All right so, so, what, so how what do was we? This how, about? How, yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, so how we how we started this out uh, was a a quick shot to the uh, local prison, I guess, Musgrove Prison, Musgrove Musgrove State prison uh, oh really i didn't even catch that and there's this, good. this real bubbly young lady with a nice flowery dress and some bright pink pink shoes walk, walks into the the prison and it's uh mrs highland is her name and 
she walks, I guess it's into like the hospital intensive intensive care area. And um, there's a, a card. He's like, I can only let you see him for a few minutes, which I, I was just wondering, like, why just a few minutes? But, you know, she'll take what she can get. So she goes in to see him. He's still very weak. Again, I don't know why he's weak. Don't <laughs> We, we kind of get some info, point. but yeah, it's not really clear. But I think, is, is his name Jerry? Uh, I think his name was his Jerry. Name, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, right, Jerry so Highland. Like, closer. Come closer. <laughs> so, you know, it's like you see in a movie and you think there, I don't know, like I almost felt like there was a joke coming. But then he's like, Caledonia, California, worth a fortune. And then I put in my notes that he takes his last breath. But I... It turns out he didn't. <laughs> he was still alive. Right. Well, I think, no, the they time. did make it look like he died. It was. Yeah. I don't want to say it was confusing, but they just. I guess they're like, yeah, no need to kill him off, really. Yeah, they just wanted to but, make you think that, I guess. But yeah. anyway, but, but then yeah, they like so. Yeah, they pull her the way, away the from him. Email you were talking about, played by Shelley Faberis. I can never remember how to say her name, but she was famous for being on coach and the donna reed show but did you watch coach growing up yeah i loved coach yeah so she was like the girlfriend yeah girlfriend i don't think he was married right yeah yeah they got married i mean maybe eventually but yeah yeah not in the beginning right right so then but the donna reed show was her start yeah then she just kind of strolls out again in her pink shoes and flowery dress and she's all perky and um out the parking lot, there's a couple of dudes waiting. It was pretty clear they're just waiting to follow her. You know, in the car. how they did not see her, I am not sure. I mean, how she did not see them because they were basically no, like hanging out of the car. They were two guys in a car in her path, <laughs> and she didn't really notice them staring at her. Um, and, and then they, and say, the, they one say of the guys about, wants to follow. Well, one wants to follow her. The other guy wants to stay watching the guy because he knows yeah, something's up. They don't make it clear, like, hey, though. Right? We're, waste, we're wasting our time here. We should be following Lenny. That's what, yeah. that's what the guy was Oh, saying. yeah, Lenny. And, Le- right. and we don't like, well, Lenny? Who the hell is Lenny? We don't know. Right. <laughs> but soon it's all going to come together for us. Yes. Um, so she's, she's in the car. Uh, then I think the next scene, right? She's in the car with Rockford. And they're driving. Right, we don't know how that happened. I got confused. I watched it um, partly again today because I was like, "Wait, where did this transition happen?" Because we see her leave the parking lot of the, um, not the hospital, the jail, the jail, and then, like you said, yeah. Next, bam, she's in the car with Rockford. I'm like, "Wait, she was in her own car before." Because then they yeah. show these guys following Rockford now, so it's like, did they tail her? For the whole day until she <laughs> found Rockford in the news in the um telephone the book, book, went to his office, hired him, then left probably the next day. Yes. With him. Is that what we're supposed to They saved to us a lot of time. This could have been a two hour episode. <laughs> yeah. But they, the they two-hour skipped episode all of that. Just following them around California. <laughs> yeah, so they, they skipped all that and went right to she has already retained Rockford, and she's in the car driving. And Which it sounds you, like they're good editing and directing, in my opinion. That's right. Cut that fluff. 
cut the fluff. Just get, you know, we just want quality here. So they get right to, uh, they're driving to find the fortune. Um, and Rockford, you know, he's no, it's not his first rodeo. He realizes they're being followed. Um, and he tries to lose them. Now, I must have looked down or something because when I looked back, he was driving through like a row of trees. Oh, you didn't see? Or... Oh, no, this is good. So what he does, okay. this I, this was really good. So he um, like jumps on the gas and gets around the semi, right? Right. He gets so... in front of the semi. And as soon as the other guys go to pass the semi... He like slows down and goes off into like the sh- like a soft shoulder, which leads into the trees. So they don't see him do that, and they get in front of the semi and they're like, "Where the hell did he go?" And he's driving through like trees, like you said. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like a I don't know, apple orchard or something. I'm not yeah, sure. and mind you, I, uh, I, something I just noticed and I forgot. I, well, I didn't forget. I just noticed it now. But I wanted to mention. Because we're talking about good editing and directing. The director was the guy who plays Angel on the show. Remember from the first episode? Oh, he was yeah. a cellmate? Yeah. He directed Oh, this that's really? Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. So. That's cool. Um, right. So, yeah, then after the that family. slick move, he manages to get pulled over like immediately after that, right? <laughs> By the police. Yes. So. Yes. And again, not clear if they arrested him or what, but he ends up at the police station with the girl and the sheriff is, he's like hamming it up for some photographer Mm -hmm. and in Rockford's like, oh, hey, I was just on my way to see you anyway. Uh, Right. But, you know. And mind you, the photographer who was being told to give him all the negatives because he was worried about the negatives getting in the hands of the wrong people and he's running for sheriff soon. Right. Was, um, shoot, what's his name? Sorry. Robert Ginty, famous from uh, the show Paper Chase. I don't know if you recognized him. Was that a movie, Paper Chase? It, uh, a TV was a show. show. I think it might have okay. been a movie, too. I don't know. There was, he was in the TV show. Okay, I think. gotcha. I don't remember anyway. that. Um, okay, so the guy... Oh, so it turns out the sheriff was the arresting officer of this lady's husband, right? Mrs. Highland's Mm -hmm. husband. And so they're trying to find out a little more information so they can kind of figure out where this fortune is, is buried. Um, But he's, you know, he's kind of cocky, jerky. He doesn't really want to give him any information. He makes up some BS story and I don't know, really kind Tells him, you get out of town almost, really. Right. He doesn't um, do anything. He doesn't give him anything. Basically, yeah. he's like, I arrested him for speeding. He had some uh, warrant out for his arrest. And I called it in, and they took him away. And right. his, as they leave, and his girlfriend's kind of pissed. And she's like, we came all this way for nothing. This is, didn't help us at all. But Rockford is no dummy. He knows something's up because he's like, no, 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 no. We didn't come. It it wasn't for nothing because this guy is lying to us. Um, He's (laughs) I actually got a clip here, basically, because he's saying that the cops should have been bragging about this, about what happened. So here's. Oh, that's right. 
But the sheriff just said that... Yeah, the sheriff played it all wrong. That had to be the biggest bust in his life. He should have sat us down on a couple of cracker barrels and bored us with every little detail. He wrapped it up with a couple of sentences. I called a friend of mine in Sacramento. I had him punch it out on a computer. Your husband was arrested for trespass. He was picked up at a little place right outside of town called Albertson's Farm. Albertson's Farm. Yeah, so he knows something's up, and they head to the farm because they think maybe something's going on there, and that's why he was arrested over there. Right. Um, and they get there, but this is this farm is like acres and acres, so it's not like they can start like digging holes and finding what they right they came to look for. Um, but then the turns out the sheriff's there, and he he's like basically gives them an ultimatum: like leave or I'm going to arrest you guys. Right. Yeah. So Rockford's like, All yeah, because right. as they're as they're driving there. You know, he uh, Rockford's like talking to her and asking her some questions about the money. And she's like, no, no, no. He gave everything back. Whatever is yours, his, you know, he's a, um, as they say, what, 40 times in this show, a swindler. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which, by the way, I had to look up to actually see the definition of swindle. I mean, I know what a swindle is, but I just never heard that used as like a term for a reason you'd be thrown in jail, but it's really just fraud. The it's anti-swindler just... laws. That yeah. Are right. <laughs> I'm yeah. in jail for swindling. I, I guess it's just not yeah. used anymore. Now everyone just says, so, fraud. yeah, it's just a con man. He's a con. Yeah. Man. But, and, um, um <laughs> but yeah, 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 I got a, I got a little clip of the sheriff when they meet up with him. Cause I thought that was kind of funny. Cause obviously, you know, something's up if he's there. Because one, how did he get there before they did anyway? Right, but uh, which was cool. I gotta say that was cool. Yeah, like they headed Don't you right mind there. Explaining what you're doing here. Well, we're on what you might call a sentimental journey. Mrs. Highland wanted to retrace her husband's footsteps during his last hours of freedom. This is where you arrest him, isn't it? I'm the one that asks all the questions. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, just what was it you'd like to know? I'd like to know how long it'd take you to get off on this property and out of Caledonia. Fifteen minutes sound about right. Why don't you make it ten? <laughs> Is it? That was a pretty good exchange. Ten? No, I thought so too. Yeah. yeah, this show is definitely. It's always like right to the point. You know, like I said, no fluff. Yeah. Just cut right to it. Jim Rockford knows. I don't want to go in this guy's jail. I'm just gonna say what he wants to hear. And get right. the hell out of here. And he was pretty much done. He was like. Look, this guy, you know, we can't, there's nothing we can do. The sheriff's going to give us a hard time. And he, right. he he tells the girl, he's like, you know, just pay me for what I've done and uh, yeah. know, we'll part ways. He'll even take, what, 25% off his fee, I think he said. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was thinking, though, I want to say he was ready to give up on the last case we we, we did as well. Is, is he, uh, is Jim Rockford just kind of like, is he a quitter? Is he ready to walk away from all <laughs> well, these He never things? has quit. He just No, he hasn't. Yeah. But his first inclination is I'm dropping this case. Well, he he's got a record. He doesn't want to get in more trouble, I think. Um I but can, I sympathize but like you, with him. What's that? I sympathize with him. Yeah. 
But like you said, he um he was uh talking about what it was like 190 acres or whatever. He's like we could be looking under artichokes for years and never find anything. Yeah. yeah. So he's that's part of it. It's not that he wants to quit. So, he just No, I get it. He just doesn't want to deal with all that. So basically she she gets to her place. You know, they kind of part ways. She gets to her place, and there's a guy there. It turns out this is this guy is Lenny. Um, and then right off the bat, it's really uncomfortable. Yes, um, it's very uncomfortable. It's like she's, she's he was uncomfortable like that he's there. Right, right. It was like, is he there to kill her? Right. No, but it's still uncomfortable. So then it turns out that they had – Probably had some type of relationship in the past that yeah, didn't go some sort well. Of affair. Yeah. So, um, and he and mentions by the way, that Lenny the, is played by Richard Shaw. Um, known for he, he was in the show Fish. Remember the spinoff from Barney Miller? Oh yeah, Fish. <laughs> also in uh, Mary Tyler Moore show, we did some of that. And Phyllis didn't the last episode someone was yeah. in the show Phyllis. <laughs> And we were trying to remember, or I was trying to remember what Phyllis was. Yeah. Oh, Henry Jones. That's right. Henry Jones was in Phyllis. Hmm. But um, Richard Shaw was only in 23 episodes, but he was still in it. That's a lot of episodes. Yes. So so Lenny's kind of creepy. He's like rubbing on her cheek. And um, then they end up going to dinner. Still clearly uncomfortable, even at dinner. Right. Um, And then they, they talk about... Like something that happened between them, they never really came out and said it. I don't think, but no, they implied, implied it pretty heavily. It. Yeah, so she's and like then, <laughs> sort of disgusted with him. It seems like, yeah, he she she definitely feels uncomfortable, and I think it's I don't know if she feels uncomfortable about him or just the fact that she cheated on her husband. You know, I don't know. I can't really tell. But she definitely does not trust this guy. And then, um, so yeah, he was part of his crew. And, but he's, you know, hey, I'm sorry I didn't get as much time as her husband did. But sure, like he really cares about that. I really would have liked to have done a couple more years. Yeah. But, but did you notice the guy? Uh, I think, I don't know, you know, like a lot of these fancy restaurants back in the day, they would have like six people that come to your table, right? But he was, I don't know if he was like the wine steward or the sommelier or whatever they call it. I swear, he didn't really, he reminded me of Captain Stubing because he was like, <laughs> he had this outfit on. Same outfit. Yeah, it looked like a captain's jacket. And I'm like, Captain Stubing serving them wine. <laughs> awesome. But, um, but anyway, she's like, hey, we didn't have to come here. We could have just had dinner at my place. He's like, you're a terrible cook. And she's like, thanks for remembering. He's like, I'm very good at remembering. And she's like getting more creeped out by the minute. Right. And then um uh and then what did, he, he, he does drop the bomb he about says, But oh yeah, he's, he's like he, at one point he's like, So you went to see him at the hospital, what did he say? She's like, Oh, not much, you know, you know. He's like, he didn't say anything. She's like, Well, what do you expect him to say? She's like like where he buried seventy seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in rare stamps, and he flicks yeah. out a lighter and like lights your cigarette in the most menacing way possible. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm not even sure. Like it's $750,000 in rare stamps. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a stamp guy. Like cash, I'm all over it. Stamps, you got to. You got to go through a way to sell them, you know, who buys those? I mean, we've all seen the show Pawn Stars. They're never going to get you what, give you what they're worth. No. You're going to take it to the Harrisons over there. They'd be like, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. Right. (laughs) And what if they got wet? I mean, if he buried them somewhere, they might not even be in good shape anymore. I'm at this point, I'm concerned, but yeah, it's right. It's definitely not worth what they think it's going to be worth. Yeah. Yeah, so back back there, but so they go back. I don't know. Next scene, we cut back. They're back to Jim's yeah. trailer, right? Yeah, and he's he's there, um, in a like, sweet, almost Starsky esque sweater. By the way, ah, I did. I failed to notice. Yeah, I always notice the clothes. But I think she mentioned that like Len had a map, and she has the location. Right. So between the two of them, like she knows the starting point basically. Right. And then he's got the rest of it. So between the two of them, it's going to take both of them to, to get this treasure. Um, and in the meantime, she, like, she wants to use this money to get a doctor for her husband and a lawyer to help him get out of jail and whatever. Um, so Rockford's like, all right, well, you know, we got to get the directions from, from Len. Um, so then I think they, they go, they find Len. Yeah, well, yeah. before that, they they talk a little bit. And one thing I noticed is that she doesn't understand how the jail system works in America. <laughs> because <laughs> she's talking about Len and that he wants like 50% of the money. She's like, but it's Jerry's money. He's like, but you realize that you can't do anything without him. So you're right. going to have to split it with him. She's like... I can't understand how he's still a swindler. She's like, after jail time, you know, you think he'd be reformed. <laughs> right. And Jim's She's like, like totally naive. Yeah. I got, I got a, I got a um, clip of it here, but he's like, sure. <laughs> Basically you obviously have never been to jail. <laughs> here we go. No, I don't understand. Len prison didn't help him at all. Was it supposed to? Well, they put him in there for swindling. You wouldn't think he'd still be pulling the same con. No, no, you'd have thought he might have picked up some new ones. <laughs> yeah, right. So he knows what's up. Jim's pretty street smart. Um, yeah, he's done some time, so he knows. Yeah. So, so I, they go I, to I find Len, and they get when they get there, there's an ambulance like pulling away, and Lenny's <laughs> yeah. inside. <laughs> yeah. So, some thugs apparently had showed up and. and Gave him a beatdown. Uh, they didn't take any money or anything. So Rockford's like interviewing the the hotel manager to find out what happened. Right, uh, and he's playing really up like he doesn't want to talk to. The, yeah, he doesn't want to talk to the cops because the cops right. won't give him any info. He's like, I'm looking for somebody here that's you know kind of irritated, but whatever. And he's like, that's gonna be the manager. He'll know everything's <laughs> going on. So he finds the guy. Who at first I thought was um, Jerry Seinfeld's uncle cousin, Uncle Leo. Because yeah. <laughs> kind of reminded me of him. I, I had to make that. sure and look it up. And uh, he basically gives him all the, the info. And, but it's great because Jim plays it. He knows like he knows how to like get under the guy's skin without 
being irritated. He's like, oh, you know, where I'm from, this kind of stuff wouldn't happen. You know, the guy's like getting all yeah. mad. He's like totally pushing the guy's buttons. Yeah, and it's great. So, like just but it having just makes, fun with it. Yeah, and it just makes the guy offer up for more information. I, I actually yeah. got a clip of that too because I, I, I like how Jim plays, not dumb, but he plays like a little innocent, you know, like from little innocent farmland or something. But hold on, yeah. it's right. A couple of thugs come in off the street, start tearing up the place. I mean, that kind of thing goes on all the time, everywhere. Not in Mineola. Law and order town. <laughs> L.A. ain't doing too bad, mister. Did the police catch some in, huh? Did they catch him? <laughs> I like that part <laughs> right there. Did they catch him? Did they catch him? So I got to say, I was in a L.A. hospital one time. And Where? I, so I, I was... <laughs> So this this goes from me sounding tough to to not being tough at all. So <laughs> I was at I was at Disney with my family, <laughs> and I got the stomach. And flu I beat up Mickey home. Mouse. <laughs> I got the stomach flu on the way home, and I I got so sick I was like vomiting blood. So I'm like, oh. all right, I ruptured something. This is getting really bad. So the I was at the airport, so they threw me in an ambulance and took me to the L.A. County uh, Hospital. And I got there, and the guy, another guy in the waiting room was in handcuffs and had, like, a gunshot wound in his leg. And I was thinking, do I I have the stomach flu? (laughs) Do I even belong here? I think I'm in the wrong wing. (laughs) Yeah. So I think, you know, I'm from the town Jim Rockford is uh, describing. Right. Back to our story. Right. So, so then, so he, basically, he finds out that not much happened. They didn't take anything from the guy, and uh, Jim wants. So, I forgot what she said, but she wants something. But Jim's like, "I want to work with Len, not the two gorillas." And they end up like the next day finding him at a driving range. How um, they knew to look the at swing. the driving range? Well, she. I think she said something like, "He comes there all the time." Or something. Well, yeah. So odds are he's gonna he's been in jail. Odds are he's gonna be at the driving range. I don't know. Yeah. So basically, she go. She brings Jim with to help negotiate. You know something. So as soon as they get there, he's like, "Who's this guy?" You know, Len's like, "Who's this guy?" And Jim tries to talk, but she just starts rattling. This is my husband's money. You shouldn't be getting anything. Blah 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 blah. And Jim's like. When you're ready to talk, I'm going to be over here. He goes over to, like, the right. chipping green. And then, so Len goes over there. And Jim's like, here's the deal. You guys need me. You know, you got to work with it together. He's like, we're three of us, 33 and a third. And um, he's like, well, Len's like, or he asked Len to give him the directions. And he's like, well, no, I'm not giving you the direction. He's like, well, what town is it? We're like, no, we're not going to give you what town it is. So he's like, well, I guess we all got to go together. So he tells him where to meet him at Sleepy Hollows, right? Was that what it was? Right. And um, then Jim's like, did you put those two apes on Jolene? And uh, he's like, no, no, I didn't tell him anything about that. And so he leaves. And um, Jolene's like all pissed. That's her name, right, Jolene? I don't know. And... uh, she like runs to the car. I'm, her, I'm only on a last name basis with her. <laughs> and um, she like collapses on the ground. She's all pissed at Jim. 
She's like, I didn't want to give him fifty percent. Now you've negotiated all the way down to thirty-three. He's like, relax. You're gonna get sixty-six and a third minus five percent. He's like, it's the only way he would have went for it. So she was slick. Like, oh my god, I'm sorry. And yeah, that's when he says, but- "You keep apologizing. You apologize too much." She's like, "I do. Like, I'm sorry." Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then he like, he doesn't, but he wants to look at the camera. You know, it's like it like a, a Mr. Roper moment. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So so then, uh, wait. So then they're drive. They leave. Right. They're driving. And this this might have been my favorite part of the show. So they're driving and they're, and they're being tailed again, and a nice chase breaks out. Mm-hmm. So there's some good high speed corner turns and skids. <laughs> corner and, turns, <laughs> you know. So it, and what I love, I love about watching TV show chases is if you if you look at the road they're driving on, you'll always see the skid marks from like the first take that they right. they went through. Yeah. So you can see that in, in this episode, but not only that, but he rounds the corner and then in the next, like a scene later, he rounds the same corner again. So I'm like, are they reusing footage here? But no, right. it turns out he drove around the block because he saw this, uh, what do you call those trucks that load the cars on them? It's a uh, like car auto. carrier. Yeah, car yeah. carrier. So he sees one unloading some cars. So he decides this is how he's going to lose them. So he gets a little bit ahead of him, and he's able to turn the corner and then drive up on this truck that had just backed the car off. And he's up on top of the truck with his car, and they drive right past him. I'm like, smooth. This is like two smooth escapes he, he made. And I really I like the chase. It was a good chase. Yeah. Um, but again, he backs down, <laughs> and there's a cop down there waiting for him. He's already got the ticket book out, like writing yeah, it out yeah. already. I don't yeah. know where he came from because he wasn't anywhere around there. There was no cop car, so he must have been like a, like one of those street cops that Meet, just walk around, like a meter maid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, why wouldn't he chase the other car? You know, I mean, if he was, if he saw right. them racing around like that. But so then anyway. they uh, leave there. And Jolene apologizes again because she's like, she's basically thinks she's like a black cloud, that she brings bad luck to everybody. And uh, she's like, you know, as soon as my husband married me, you know, he got thrown in jail. And he's basically like, <laughs> nothing to but, do with the crime. But. Right, exactly. And that's what he says. He's like, Jerry's the one that broke the law. He's the one's in jail. He's the loser, not you. So, why it didn't might he, be bad luck. Divorce but... somebody's in jail, but yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Now, if she was driving like a getaway car and like I don't know, forgot to pick him up, <laughs> then maybe <it'd> be <laughs> right. her fault. Took off before he got in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now they're going to pick up Len again to see what. I don't know. Yeah, they're going to pick th- him. They're going to go pick him up because he's going to go with them to go to Caledonia. He's got the. All right. Right. But I think the bad guys have already got to him before. Right. As soon as they pull up, they, they see them coming out with him and dragging him out, which I don't know how they didn't see him, but they didn't. And uh, they back and out across the street. 
and watch him get taken away, and they follow him. Or the Who bad are guys these guys, there. anyway? They were in jail with them, so they probably knew, you know, from talking that oh, they knew the story somewhere. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So he follows so now there's them. Yeah, he yeah. follows them. They had been following him. Right. But he lost them, and now mm-hmm. he's following them. Right. Little and they twist. have no idea. They don't pay attention to the rearview mirror, I guess. For like four hours, because now it's dark out. <laughs> exactly. We went from daytime. And he drives for at least an hour without his headlights on following him. So that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, then the, the bad guys, they stop, and they get out of the car, and they they got land and they start walking. And mm-hmm. um, so Rockford, he's like, says to the girl, he's like, you know, you hang out in the car here. I'll leave it running or I'll leave the keys and um, just stay here. Yeah. And they're like in some and, barn. Yeah. They take Lenny to some barn and they start beating the crap out of him. And then he's like, okay, I'll, I, you know, they want the directions. Yeah. They so want he, the name he, of the town. Or he gives up the yeah. directions, and uh, then did they leave him? What the hell happened? No, did... so Rockford is listening in, so he gives the directions oh, right, from right, the town. Right. And right? He's, Rockford's writing them down. And he's writing them down, yeah. And then he sees like that there's like a hayloft above these guys, and he goes and takes their car. And drives it into it to have it collapse on top of these guys. And somehow no one dies. <laughs> I was going to say, that worked out amazingly well. <laughs> yeah. he, he, like, knocks a support beam out. The The place collapses on them. No one dies. But, he, you know. He, and Len's he not hurt, but the other guys are knocked out, basically. Right. So, it was pretty good. Perfect. And he basically leaves them there for the cops, and he takes Len. Oh, he, puts him, he puts him in the trunk of the car and just leaves <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, that's right. That was sweet. I, for, I forgot he put him in the trunk. They can't do that nowadays because they've got those trunk latches. But Right, exactly. Um, so what happens then? So they, um, they take Len. They take and they Len. Drive in there, right? They go to Caledonia, but they're like, right? Yeah, well, yeah, they go to Caledonia, right? Because they, they, do they get rid of him? What do they do with him? No, they think they take him with, right? They take him out of there at least. Um, and then at one point, Jolene asks how she's going to pay him or, or something like that. And she's like, well, he basically says, my fee still stands, the 200 a day plus expenses. The 5% is just a bonus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she's and like they, pissed about that. I'm like, come right, on. Right. And then they all she's drive so together out to uh, the town, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he they leave him in the car or something. They oh, no, wait. Him. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They drive out to Caledonia. Len says, I gave you, those are bogus directions, but they didn't believe him. Right. So they go out there. They don't find anything. And they come back. He's like, I told you they were bogus directions. <laughs> right. So right. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, we're all going together. Yeah. So he didn't go with them. So he still doesn't right. know what town it is. Right. So then, they, so then Rockford takes him. They all go. They drive to another town, or they drive to to the town. And then when they get there, this like 
tall black dude comes out of a car behind him, pulls a gun on Rockford, and then Len pulls a gun. And then they're like, okay, now we got the town. We're going to go fight it. And Rockford's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not dumb. This isn't the right town. <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, yeah, him. right. Yeah, so they don't believe him. So then they go and they hunt, you know, and come back. And Rockford's like, we'll be waiting, you know. I don't know where he said. It's a fruit, there's a fruit stand down the road. Fruit stand. We'll be waiting there for you. So he comes back. He's like, all right, it wasn't the right place. And then uh, Rockford makes him send you know the the, the, the back up back. home he's like yeah. first you have to get rid of godzilla then we'll all yeah. go together <laughs> and then he was kind of cool with the guy too because he's like he ends up taking len's gun and he gives it to the guy that pulled the gun on him <laughs> i'm like right yeah he's like take this back with you and um so then then they're like all right now they're squares so they'll go to the right town with the right directions it's just the three of them um and he so says do, something like, right? was it Len that says something like, I forgot what he says, but basically Jim says, I'll get you charged with felony for if you double cross me for having a gun on you. He's like, I don't have a gun on you. He's like, you will by the time the cops get here. Yeah. <laughs> it was because uh, he's on parole. Right. Yeah. So Jim's got it all worked out, man. He, he yeah. is the guy to have. Yes, he's no Especially dummy. Especially when you're dealing with criminals and stuff. He knows how it all works. He he earns that $200 a day. Oh, yeah, easily. All right. So then so they get to the right town, and they follow the directions. It's like, go one-tenth of a mile this way, then turn left, then go two-tenths of a mile, then turn right. And, you know, it's like precise... Right, you know, and at one, like, point like, one point they end yeah, up like one point they end up like right like in field. front of the sheriff's uh, office. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "This is the sheriff's office. Get out of here!" <laughs> like just like, as the sheriff's way. coming out. Yeah, so then they finally get to like uh, some spot, and then Len says, "This isn't it." And I, I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, "What the hell?" But then he's like. No, no, no. Go up a little bit further. It's by that chicken coop. So that was like a little tease, I guess, that I fell for. Um, <laughs> so then they run over to this chicken coop. So here's the question before we get too far. Okay. They had all these bizarro directions, right? Right. Why couldn't the directions just be go to Alberson's, go to Alberson's farm and go to the chicken shed? It's inside there. <laughs> Because he didn't want him to know what town it was. That's but how did he know it was thing. in the chicken shed? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he said chicken shed, or maybe he said there'll be there'll maybe, be some maybe type he of gave structure. The, yeah, he gave him all the directions. He says there'll be a sh- chicken shed here. Right. And they didn't have Google Maps, so they couldn't just you know do it that way. Punch in the coordinates, right? It's like in Shawshank Redemption when um, Dufresne gives all those directions to Red. So go to this place, find this wall, find this rock that has no place being there underneath that rock. Anyway, oh, yeah. You know, anyway, I've seen that movie a lot. Shawshank Redemption, rent it today. Um, all right, so then they have shovels. So he throws Len a shovel. Rockford's like, here, Len. He throws him a shovel. Now I'm thinking, 
This is where you club Rockford with the shovel he just had. <laughs> exactly. Take, you know, take I it thought the same yourself, thing. But didn't happen. I guess they built up a bond by this time. And they go in the chicken shed and they're digging. They take turns. One one sticks the shovel in, <laughs> pulls out some loose dirt. <laughs> then the other one puts the shovel in. And then they hit something about six inches in. And just as they pull out this like metal box, um, well, they pull out the box and they, they open it. And when they open it, there's one single sheet of paper folded in half inside. And I don't recall who read, who reads it. Do you? Re- I think Jolene does. Okay, so Jolene reads uh, it. Right? Wait. If I, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, so she a, reads it. I don't. Yep. I don't. Do you have this? I don't have exactly. What Basically, it, said. it says something like, um, "Since you found this, it means you've believed me." But now I know that you hate each other, and that is treasure enough for me. Oh, yeah. I think that might even be verbatim. Pretty close. So what it boils down to is that the husband knew about this affair that took place, and this was his revenge on them. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Sweet revenge. Um, But, you know, just when you think it couldn't get any better... The sheriff shows up with like a shotgun, and he's like, hey, I've spent the last four years digging holes every night after dinner or something like that, (laughs) trying to find this treasure. Let me have it. So then they read him the note, and he's like, pissed. Crap. (laughs) Um, And then it was was over. I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to like arrest gonna... him for trespassing again. Just right. Well, spite. he did threaten to arrest them, but I don't think he did. He just named a bunch of stuff. And then um, he probably, you know, I was thinking like he'll shoot them and bury them under the chicken coop, but then it just ended. Um, so, right? It just ended. There wasn't anything else. I think. I can't remember now. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. I think it just kind of no, ends. Yeah, it just ends right there. So it was like the sweet revenge. Yeah, the, the list uh, of offenses were backtalking, trespassing, unlawful entry. Oh, then he goes, and illegal parking. Womp womp. Because right. it seems to be a, a theme in Rockford where he gets in trouble with his car a lot. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, we already saw twice the two chases ended with him getting pulled over, but um, so yeah, so that that was it. But I thought, I t- tell me what you thought, Mike. What did you think about the the whole story of this one? <laughs> it was fine. I mean, I think it ended a little too early. I mean, it seemed like it just kind of ended, like you said. Um. But I don't know what else they really would have done with the story. You know, it was kind of ended right there. So, I mean, yeah. I, they could have I like thrown him in jail, did. but what would have been the point? I like what they did with Rockford and the situations they put him in. And the way he, you know, he's got the street smarts and he knows how people think and how they operate. So there was a lot of good stuff like that in there. But I think the story. You like the car chases? 
I liked that that one in particular car chase. That was a good one. But I thought the story <laughs> was thin. Like the, 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 the like the bad guy, the main character wasn't built up enough. Um, oh, the guy that's in jail. Yeah. Since like I wanted to know more about him. I wanted to know his deal and. Yeah, I guess he wasted a lot on, um, like, with the with the bad guys chasing him, trying to steal the stuff, right? Yeah, which was kind of, I mean, that had to happen, but it would almost have been better if those guys worked for the guy in the hospital and they were like... Like they were trying to follow him. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, just uh, the story I felt could have been worked a little bit more, but I, I like the 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 details they you know that were built around Rockford himself. Those were good. Yeah, so I agree. That's all I got. I've seen, I, you know, it was okay. I, I've seen. I love Rockford. I love the Rockford Files. Yeah, the character he's I've, super smooth, right? I mean, yeah, he's like a perfect PI. Exactly. I mean, he played this character awesome, and he's I mean, like. He, He's not, you know, he's not like Magnum. He's not living in wealth. He's right. Not, uh, he's living realistically like a PI probably would have in a trailer. Right. <laughs> right. He's living a rough life. You know, his friends are rough people. And Right. Although I'm not so sure about Rick still on Magnum PI. I still think he's in with the wrong crowd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rick. He's, he's a character. But. <laughs> um. But yeah, and Rockford had some very definitely in- interesting sport coats. Um, there was one I was pretty sure was made out of couch material. <laughs> you know, I forgot <laughs> to mention that the one thing I did notice was Len's collar when he first entered the scene. The collar on his shirt was so huge. It like it came over his like suit coat. So I guess then you you like wear he the could have been like a outside. flying nun counterpart. Do you remember the flying? Yes, nun? I do. <laughs> he could have flown with the with his collar, yeah. Instead of um, exactly the wings on her hat from right. It would just be the flaps of his collar. <laughs> there was some pretty big collars back then. I'm looking yeah. to see here. Hold on a second. If I have a picture of that. You have no. to get it on, get it on the. On I mean, Facebook. I have a different picture of him when he does have some pretty good lapels or collar or whatever. <laughs> anyway, no, I mean it was fine. Yeah, you're right. The story was a little thin. It it could have been worked out a little bit better, but I still enjoyed it just because Rockford's so cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had more time to think more. about it than most people would. You just kind of watch it and enjoy it. Yeah, I'd recommend it for sure. Absolutely. Speaking of recommending, because that is a perfect segue, Mike. Um, as we've said many times, we're part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network, which I think there's like at least there's over fifty podcasts now. By the way, so check us out. There's a whole bunch of them, but uh, we have a, another uh, promo here for one of our podcast partners. Uh, it's called We're Watching Here. Uh, opinionated movie talk, which sounds kind of like us, but with movies, because we're kind of opinionated, wouldn't you think? You are. 
<laughs> All right, here we go. Hey everyone, Chris Williams here, inviting you to join me and my co-host Perry Seibert every other Friday for our podcast. We're watching here. We're watching here. Every other Friday, we talk movies from our favorite directors to looks back at vintage releases to our thoughts on today's current trends. This is all backed up with the knowledge of two guys who've been writing about films for years and talking about them their entire lives. From Spielberg to Soderbergh and Malick to Michael Bay, we are opinionated moviegoers giving you opinionated movie talk. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts from Big Heads Media. And now, on with the show. All right, so check them out. We're watching here. We're uh, watching here. <laughs> uh, like they said, wherever you find podcasts, wherever you find our podcast too. But again, right like we always say, ours, listen to ours show. first, and then uh, check out all the others after that. Good deal. All right, anything else you got to say, Mike, about Rockford? Jim Rockford files? Uh, I got, I've got nothing. Files. I like his hair. <laughs> you like his hair. Yeah. Okay. I like that 70s slick back hairstyle, you know? I'm assuming it was his own hair. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah. I never looked closely. But yeah, he he did have good 70s hair. Yep. Um, And we didn't see the, the old man. Nice. We didn't see Rocky in this one. No. He was not anywhere to be seen. He was probably out fishing somewhere. Yep. That's where you'll <laughs> find him. The crawdad hole. The crawdad <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. They're not like in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's it for the Rockford Files. What was it called? Caledonia. It's Caledonia. worth a fortune? No. It's Is that what it was? worth a fortune. Yep. Yeah. So go check it out. Uh, like, we, like we were saying, imdb.com, you can watch. I don't know if you could watch all the seasons. But you definitely can you watch. You can watch a lot one. of stuff there, though. That's a good yeah. That's yeah, a good they hookup got, right there. Yeah. So IMDb, if you want to uh, sponsor us, uh, hit us up. We happen to have an opening. I used to watch this dot com. Mike S or Mike F at I used to watch this dot com. I'm Which sure reminds you're me. listening. It also reminds me that uh, we did pick up a little bit of merchandise, a little swag that we're going to oh, hand yeah. out. So we've got some some stickers and magnets and pretty much that's it. But we uh, we've got lots of them, so we're gonna figure out a way to distribute them. Um, in the meantime, and then have you distribute them? <laughs> that's right. But we're in the meantime, you guys, to be uh, like I was telling Mike to be part of our street team. <laughs> yeah, we actually leave them. We around. actually have this this theory that we're working on of. You know, putting these magnets and stickers in locations, and then posting, posting shots of, of where they're at. So, so yeah. you know, get creative, do something interesting. Yeah. But until uh, we figure out an official way no to do it, it, no, 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 no public get in trouble. You're right. Or, we or would where we would. <laughs> More importantly. <laughs> but yeah, anyone, anyone interested? Just uh, you know, in the meantime, until we think of some way to do this in an organized fashion, just. Uh, you know, shoot us an email or mention it on Facebook, and we'll we'll find a way to hook you up. Yeah, or uh, DM us on Twitter. Uh, I used uh, it's I used to watch this with a number two for the two. 
Makes sense. I use the number two watches. And they're pretty cool um, little stickers. Yeah. I like them. Because some are Basically what? Transparent, some are magnets, some with, and some yeah, are regular some stickers. Mag- some right? magnets, some with a little white background, and then some some stickers are transparent. So they'll they'll go on anything. Uh, we'll post some and, pictures. Yeah, and they're vinyl stickers, which is really cool because they, they like come on and off of things easily. They don't leave all that like sticker crap on it. So, yeah, so you put know, on your put laptop. On water bottles. Put them on your laptop, your cell phone case. I got to uh, put one on my neighbor's car. Whatever. <laughs> your neighbor's car. All right. So if you want to do a prank and just. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's, let's All right. Back. We haven't figured out what we're watching next, um, but we are going to do something sometime in the 80s, we determined. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Bring good. it up a little bit. It's more it's be good. Modern, <laughs> only yeah, thirty years more, ago. More, more eighties than seventies. <laughs> but we'll figure out. We'll figure out what exactly we're gonna do. We'll uh, we'll put up on um, Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff. Um, but I think that's it for this episode, right? That's all I got. All right. So for this episode of I used to watch this, I am Mike Forgetto, and I'm Mike Sullivan. Talk to you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.